Oh guys, I miss talking to you. I felt like, let me take a break and just talk to you about APT again. We've covered this in episode 2. But this time, I'll talk to you about some news that came as a surprise a couple of weeks ago. Today, I'm going to talk about one of the most notorious advanced persistent threats groups out there, the Lazarus Group. Emerging from North Korea, they've been leveraging digital footprints across the globe. But what's even more intriguing is their latest campaign where they were targeting security researchers. Let's dive in. You're listening to The Cyber Riddler, where we decipher the offensive and defensive side of the cyber world. I'm Ahmed Mrabi. To start off, for those of you who are unfamiliar with the term APT, an advanced persistent threat, is a prolonged and targeted cyber attack in which an intruder gains access to a network and remains undetected for a long time, of course. Most of the APTs out there are known to be nation-state actors. In other words, they are supported by the government of the country they came from. And when we speak about APTs, the Lazarus Group, also known as Hidden Cobra, is one name that constantly surfaces. Originating from North Korea, the Lazarus Group has been tied to a string of high-profile cyber attacks, including the infamous Sony Pictures hack in 2014 and the disruptive WannaCry ransomware which was leaked by the Shadow Brokers and the Eternal Blue vulnerability in 2017. The fingerprints can be found in countless cyber espionage campaigns, especially the Bangladeshi bank heist. It's a fascinating story. Go listen to it in Darknet Diaries podcast or the Lazarus heist provided by BBC. And we can't forget the number of destructive malware attacks they performed. Now, before diving into their latest campaign, which took the cybersecurity community by surprise, they targeted unlikely group of security researchers. That's right, the very people who worked diligently to uncover and patch vulnerabilities. In a well-coordinated campaign, the Lazarus Group created fake online personas of security researchers. They populated these profiles with content, blogs, and even videos demonstrating exploits. By appearing legitimate, they aimed to lure real security researchers into collaboration. Once trust was established, these unsuspecting researchers were sent malicious Visual Studio project. Upon opening, a backdoor was installed in their system, and they didn't know about it. And guess what? It contained a zero day. Why target security searchers, you ask? The primary goal seemed to be information theft, gaining insight into zero day vulnerabilities, research methods, unpublished work, and so on and so forth. By doing this, the Lazarus group can stay one step ahead in the cyber arm race. Oh man, these events will just break the trust in the security community. Can you imagine not trusting other security searchers? It's an alarming strategy. When you think about it, and instead of just targeting the usual suspects, government entities, financial institutions, or businesses, which is their norm, they are going straight to the source of threat intelligence. It's like a cat and mouse game, but this time, the cat is pretending to be another mouse. So since you know their strategy, let me dive into their latest campaign, which was discovered by Google Threat Analysis Group, aka TAG. And they disclosed that North Korean state hackers are again 
targeting security searches and attacks using at least one zero day in an undisclosed popular software. The attackers use Twitter and other social media platforms to lure target security searchers into switching to encrypted messaging platforms like Signal, Wire, or WhatsApp. After establishing a relationship and moving to a secure communication channels, the attackers send the malicious files designed to exploit the researchers using the zero day. The shell code payload deployed on the researcher's system checks if it runs in a virtual machine and then send collected information including like screenshots to the attacker's command and control server, C2. They also use the open source Git Simple tool for reverse engineers that should only help download Microsoft, Google, Mozilla, and Citrix debugging symbols, but instead also allow downloading and executing arbitrary code, and with that you can just achieve remote code execution or RCE. This time, the Twitter account name was Paul, which he has the handle of Paul091 underscore. With all of this madness, I really can't imagine how the security community could trust each other with this news. So, how can security researchers and by extension, all of us, protect ourselves? It boils down to a few key practices. Verify before trust. Just because someone claims to be an expert, doesn't make it true. Always cross-reference, that's, that's a given, right? Be wary of unsolicited contact. If someone reaches out, out of the blue, with an enticing proposition, be careful. Of course, that's go without saying, use isolated environment. When testing or collaborating with unfamiliar projects, use sandbox or isolated environment to ensure that even if something goes wrong, the damage is contained. The Lazarus Group campaign targeting security researchers is a stark reminder that in the world of cyber warfare, the battle lines are consistently shifting. We must stay informed, vigilant, and always be ready to adapt. Don't forget that we saw so many scary examples in the past. Remember what happened to FireEye and the SolarWind incident? That's why, always stay vigilant. You are listening to The Cyber Riddler, presented by me, Ahmed Murada. Did you try to pull any project from GitHub lately? Is it safe? Think twice. Don't forget to share this episode with anyone you think he or she will be interested in this content. And follow us on Twitter at Al or at Cyber Riddler. See you in the next episode.